to his left. Got it to Nudavara, up the ice to the red line, tipped ahead, Foligno breaks in on Elliott with a shot, and he scores! Nick Foligno through the legs and under the crossbar, and the Blue Jackets lead two to nothing! And that's classic Nicky Fleeks! Jackets have made Blue Jackets fans very sad yet again. For the seventh game in a row, the Jackets failed to get two points out there on the ice. And the playoff window has not fully closed, but it is certainly on its way down if the Blue Jackets, especially if the Blue Jackets, are going to continue to not get two points. It is going to close very fast. They had an opportunity to get a huge eight-point swing in these two games against Philadelphia. They failed to do so. They got one point out of the three, but the sad thing is, is they gave four points the other way. So very unfortunate right now for the Jackets. They are in a very tough spot considering that they are sitting in the first wild card spot, granted, but the two teams that are sniffing right behind them, Carolina and the New York Islanders, are only one point behind them and three games in hand. So that means that although the Blue Jackets are one point ahead of Carolina and New York, there are six points on the table for those teams to grab before the Blue Jackets, Carolina, and New York Islanders are all even in points. So you can think of it as the Blue Jackets kind of are like five points out of a playoff spot right now. I mean, the Carolina Hurricanes and New York Islanders are very good. And New York, I know New York has some very favorable games coming up. I know they got Detroit tomorrow night, so that's not good. And then they got... I want to say Nashville, maybe, or no, I'm excuse me. They got Detroit coming up when they got San Jose on Saturday when, or that's on Sunday. Regardless, it goes Detroit, San Jose, New York Rangers, three teams not in a playoff spot right now, upcoming for the Islanders who are playing good. The Islanders have been a better team as of late, and I'm sure they're hungry. To get back in the postseason, they are a team that consistently all year round has won games. They haven't had big stretches where they've been cold like they've had in the past. Last year, remember, the Islanders were way out in front of everybody, looking like a team that could potentially win the President's Trophy. And then they cooled way down, and I think they settled for a second spot in the Metropolitan Division. But they were way out there. Um, And then this year, coming back around, I think people expected them to fall off a little bit. They didn't think that they'd have that magical year again, and here they are. They're another team that's competing. They've been consistent. They've been a steady rock in the Metropolitan that teams have had to work around. And it's very unfortunate for the Jackets right now because they are without two of their superstars. They are without two of their better players on the ice. We knew Seth Jones was a superstar We've known that. Nobody's ever debated that. There have been some people that have doubted Cam Atkinson. Me, honestly, being one of them. But every year I get tricked by the fact that he just goes extremely cold at times. And then he always comes back around to be the player that he is hyped up to be. And we honestly, 
the Jackets really miss having Seth Jones out there, certainly. But the Jackets are also missing Cam Atkinson out there. There's a lot of offense that is not being generated right now. There are a lot of opportunities. Who knows? It's hockey is a very, a very, very simple game. I mean, there's like, there's absolutely nothing to hockey as far as like as strategy goes, and it's very hard to be able to be like, well, if we had this player out there, we'd be doing this. But I will say this: Cam Atkinson is a guy that scores a lot of goals, and it's not just because he's a good shooter. He could be scoring a lot of goals because he wins one-on-one battles when pucks are loose. He pushes them forward in the offensive zone, or he gets them to other guys. He makes good passes. There's a lot of areas where you're like, it's hard to tell, like, the Jackets are missing Cam Atkinson in this certain area. So, you know, that is what it is. I will tell you, it is blatantly obvious that the Jackets need Seth Jones and Cam Atkinson out there on on three-on-three. When that game went to three-on-three tonight, I was very worried. I was like, okay, the Jackets, they have a like a 30% chance of winning this game. Just because we've seen the Blue Jackets in overtime recently. They haven't been good. It's been very, I don't want to say pathetic, because that's just not how I can describe the Blue Jackets' effort in these last seven games. I would never describe it as pathetic. I just don't think it has been that. Maybe in game, maybe in moments and in games it has been certainly, but that happens for every team. Uh, yeah, it happens for every team where it gets a little bit down. For those that are coming here and wanting to be getting a piece and wanting to be like, how are the Jackets doing? The Jackets are in a tough spot right now. You can say that the Jackets have put themselves in a tough spot. They've lost seven in a row. They've they've gotten fourteen point. They've gotten four points out of fourteen possible points these last seven games. I guess you can take that. I I think I think that's good. I I do. I think at least, um, at least of out of the seven games, at least in four of the seven, you've gotten points. I think that I do believe that that is huge for this Jackets team. But nonetheless, I mean, you gotta you gotta find a way to get a win here in the upcoming games. The Jackets on Saturday they play Nashville. Nashville is a team that is very much underperformed what their roster says they should have a lot of people were there were certain people that had this team Nashville to win the Stanley Cup and now they are sitting three points out of a playoff spot they've played better in their last 10 games they are six and four in their last 10 they have had to do some crazy things they've had to put defensemen up to playing forward they've they've been a team that's been all over the place they've had to completely reassociate their team. I mean, Peter Laviolette got fired earlier this year, a guy that took his team to the playoffs. I think it was like, what, five years in a row he went to the playoffs. He got fired and got replaced by New Jersey's head coach who came over after he got fired. So they're in a very interesting spot right now. I will not guarantee the Jackets a win because, like I said, how could you? How could you guarantee this team a win right now they have been cold as ice lately um but nashville they will play friday night so the jackets lost tonight thursday night if you're listening to this maybe it's friday morning the the, the nashville predators play friday night 7 30 central time in chicago and then they come home saturday to host the blue jackets at seven o'clock eight o'clock eastern time i just want to say that nashville on a back-to-back I don't 
I don't know. This is their first back-to-back of the month of February. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Pardon me. Wrong on that. They played a a back-to-back earlier this weekend. But this is a team that... um, I don't know. I just don't know. They lost to Carolina on Tuesday night earlier this week, four to one. They, they've. I don't know. They've a team that's been playing better. Certainly, like there, there's just never a guaranteed win. It always seems like the Jackets struggle in Nashville. So, I don't know if they can. If the Jackets can beat Nashville, I think that could be. That would be a win. I mean, it seems like any win at this point would feel like one that could turn this thing around for the Jackets. But it better turn around soon. And I I don't think that I will say this. I don't think the losing streak will extend further than Monday night next week when Ottawa comes to the to nationwide arena. I don't think the losing streak will extend past that. I think that will be a game where the Jackets will be like, listen, we got to win this one. This one has to be the one. The Jackets seven o'clock on Monday night against Ottawa. That's a dub. I'm just going to, I'm just going to guarantee you that that's a dub. And if it's not that one, then it's at Minnesota or home against Minnesota next week. That those are the games that you got next week. It would be very, very nice for the Jackets to get a win in Nashville on Saturday. Cause then that really propels you going into a lighter week against teams that are not in a playoff spot right now. I mean, teams that essentially it looks like their season is almost over. I mean, for Ottawa, certainly their season is over. But, I mean, I guess Minnesota is another team that is kind of scratching and clawing for a wild card. I mean, they're, they're, they're five points out of a wild card spot right now, so... Take that as you want. They got two games in hand on Calgary. So, okay, Minnesota's still there, but they tweeted. They tweeted. They tweeted. Gosh. They tweeted. They traded Jason Zucker to Pittsburgh. And so that, that's a big piece that they moved away. It certainly looks like they're kind of selling here. Um, I want you to keep in mind that by the time that the Jackets take the ice against Ottawa on Monday, the team could look potentially different. The team could have a different structure because we know that I think three o'clock or four o'clock Eastern time on Monday is the trade deadline. No more trades after that point for the rest of the year, uh, rest of the NHL season. So if Yarmo is going to make a move, it is going to be sometime before Monday, and we will know obviously going into the game on Monday. I think it's ironic that the Jackets are taking on Ottawa. Because the last time at the trade deadline, it felt like the Jackets were taking on Ottawa after obviously requiring Matt Duchesne from Ottawa. So, uh, I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see what Yarmo tries to do. We know Josh Anderson. We have a good idea that Josh Anderson is healthy and being sat out because he is likely to be traded. Um, I don't know if I can say that he's likely to be traded. I don't know if I'm at that point to be like, Josh Anderson is for sure going to get moved, but I th- wouldn't be surprised, certainly. I mean, there's been a lot of talk around that move potentially happening, and it turns out that when you're a Jackets fan and there's smoke, there's usually fire. And although, I mean, I will say this, there have been players in the past that have been rumored to be getting traded, and nothing's happened. I mean, Wenberg's been here. He seems like he survived, like, six trade deadlines. Like, every time a trade deadline comes around, people start talking about how Alexander Wenberg, he's for sure getting shipped out. And I haven't seen I haven't seen it yet. I mean, Alexander Wenberg is still a blue coat. So, 
I, I don't know. Take that as you will. Another guy that has been rumored to potentially get traded is Sonny Milano. And I think there's some trade value there. I'm, I said a couple podcasts ago, no longer going to go to bat for Sonny Milano. I will go to bat for him if, it, if, he, if there's trade value for him, though. I will say, uh, I think there's something there, especially for teams that are willing to invest in the future. I think there's something there with Sonny Milano. I really do. And I think I would be sad to see him go because I do think he is a good player. I think he's a young player that makes a lot of mistakes on the ice. But I think the upside offensively is really worth investing in, especially if you're a team in the rebuilding phase. I I would say a team like Los Angeles. But, dude, Los Angeles has been shipping dudes out left and right. First you had their their backup goalie, Campbell, who was a very good one-two punch to Jonathan Quick, got traded to Toronto along with Clifford. Uh, those are two guys that have been staples in the Staples Center. Yeah, I mean, they've just been absolute staples to that franchise, and they shipped him out. You saw um, Toffoli get shipped out after having a game, two goals. I th- or did he have a hat trick? I'm sorry. He had a hat trick in the stadium series game. I mean, just a hero. They just ship him out. And then uh, Alex Martinez gets shipped out. So there you go. I mean, they've been having dudes being shipped out there left and right. Dudes that were part of the Stanley Cup uh, the two and four years that they had. So just insane to see, honestly, uh, Los Angeles stoop down to that level. So maybe, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they got anything more that the Jackets want, but teams like that, there are teams that are going to be active and be wanting to make moves at the deadline. The only thing is with the Jackets and this year coming around is you don't really have a lot to offer as far as draft picks because you've given those pretty much all away in acquisitions like Dezingle and Duchesne last year. I mean, you traded so many draft picks away for those guys. It's tough to find more assets to trade away because I don't know how many more draft picks you can be pairing with guys. So if you are going to do package, if you're going to do a a, a notable package, it's going to have to be like a Sonny Milano and a Josh Anderson being sent out. I I don't know what you would improve on. I think the forwards, there needs to be something there. I mean, and like that's the thing is if Josh Henderson is healthy, like get him on the freaking ice. Get him on the ice. We need some sort of a spark, some sort of a plug. I mean, this guy was top four in scoring for the Jackets last year, and he's not even on the ice. And this team's on a seven-game losing streak. There's no better time for him to come back than right now. You need to have Josh Anderson back there on the ice. He is a guy that will completely change your team, and I believe that. I believe that. Even though he's been cold at the beginning of the year when he was on the ice, I mean, the dude was almost like he hasn't been there all year, so that when he was injured, when he got injured, it wasn't like it wasn't like anything even happened because he wasn't scoring goals for you. Who knows? Maybe this time off has been good for him. Maybe he's had a time to watch the game from the press box and and observe what's going on. Another guy that you haven't had out there in a while is Alexander Texier. What's going on with him? Where has he been? He was a guy that you had a lot of high hopes for. There's guys that need to be worked back in the lineup, but this team right now is so tender and so vulnerable to losing their playoff spot that Maybe it is right if these guys aren't healthy and ready to be plugged back in the lineup as early as next week 
that you do make a trade, that you do send one of these guys off to a team that is not competing for a playoff spot this year, that can afford to get Josh Anderson fully healthy for next season and can give up an asset that can help you right now. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know uh, guys who are out there, but I'll tell you what, Yarmo is a dude that will make that move if he has to. This is where I'm just happy that I'm not I'm not in Yarmo's spot because I think he gets put in a very tough spot. That's a very tough thing to have to do. Is especially players like Josh Anderson, who are just an absolute fan favorite. I mean, he's such like Josh Anderson is everything you want out of a blue jacket. Just a big dude that goes hard on the boards and can tuck it. He can score goals. He can put goals. He can put pucks in the back of nets, and that's what you want. That's exactly what you want. Especially he's he can fight too. He plays well defensively. He's big Josh Anderson with speed. I mean, he's he's a fast player. I still, hopefully one day, we get to a point where Robinson, Anderson, and Pierre-Luc Dubois is your top line. Could you just imagine how fast that line would be? Holy crap, that would be so explosive. Um, but, you know, you don't have Seth Jones for the rest of the year. Seth Jones is a defenseman. Your Your defense is weak. It's not as good as it once was without him on the ice. He is the anchor of that ship. He is the he's the he's not just the anchor. He's the captain. He's the captain and the anchor. How many ships do you know have a captain and an anchor be the same guy? That's Seth Jones, and you completely took them away. You took away the captain. You took away the anchor, and the defense is just a ship, just floating, just floating. And I think a lot of people wanted to give Elvis all the credit, all the hype. On him for getting five shutouts in like eight games, insane stretch. I mean, the one of the greatest stretch, greatest stretches of goaltending in NHL history for the regular season in a time when the Blue Jackets really needed it. Absolutely, I'm there. I'm there to say Elvis deserves the credit for that shutout and being that huge piece. But I mean, you can't give Elvis credit without giving guys like Seth Jones credit and the rest of the team credit because they played absolutely lockdown defense in front of him. They made Elvis do do and play very well. And I don't think there's any guy, there's not a single guy that will attest to the Blue Jackets defense and Seth Jones being as good as he is as Sergei Bobrovsky, who no longer plays for the Blue Jackets. He plays for the Florida Panthers. That is another guy that will be like, yeah, yeah, that defense is pretty good. Yeah, I'd say Seth Jones. I'd say Seth Jones, uh, Zach Ruwenski, David Savard. Yeah, those guys are pretty good. And then Vladislav Gavrikov, who has stepped in this year as an NHL rookie and played very well. So you're at a point where kind of both sides need to be beefed up a little bit. But the thing is, is you have the players on your roster. They're just on the other roster, the one that you don't want to talk about, the injured reserve, that sheet of names is haunting because it's just it's just dead. Like like it's just dead. Like you have those guys on your roster. They're on they they are blue jackets, but they're on the wrong side of the paper. They're on the injured side of the paper. And you don't want to force them to get back in because then you force them in to play and then they get hurt again. And then the injuries go longer, and then you don't have them for the postseason. That would suck. That would be a major and swift kick in the nads. And the Blue Jackets have already suffered too many kicks in the nads for that to happen. I think this team can make the playoffs with the, with the roster that they have. I do. 
with the roster that they like if they have to keep putting those same 25 guys on the ice that they that they did tonight against the Flyers I think that this team I think that they can do it I think that they can make the playoffs I I don't want to guarantee that I don't want to say that that's a a sure thing that they would make the playoffs but I do believe that it can happen. And it's not 25 guys, by the way. I know that. I'm I'm bad with numbers. Everybody knows I'm not a numbers guy. It's what? It's four lines of forwards. That's 12. And then three D pairings. That's 18. Okay, 20 guys. Sure, 20 guys. You can put the same 20 guys that you had on the ice tonight, and you can make the playoffs with that team. But they need to grow up a little bit. You need to get scoring from the guys that are out there. Pierre-Luc Dubois. That's a guy that you need to get going again. You need to get him hot. I mean, it feels like it's been so long since he's been really hot. I mean, so long as in like the like the fall. Like it was the fall. Like October, November was when that guy was really going and carrying the team. You, you need to hope that he gets going again. And you need to hope that a guy like Gustav Nyquist gets going again. He took a brutal slash to the hands. I hope that that is another name that doesn't get moved over to the injured reserve because that would be another Swift kicking the balls if you lose him. That guy was hot in November and December. I mean, that was, I mean, dudes were talking about the station here. Wow. Like, look at this Gustav Nyquist guy. What a huge free agent pickup. It's almost like he is playing like Artemi Panarin out there. Like, that's the, that's the breath. That is the name that he was being compared to. I mean, nonetheless, nobody was saying that he's better than or even saying that he's equal, but he was being compared to that. And now he's just been absolutely nowhere on the scoring sheet. Where has he been? I mean, my gosh, do the Jackets need to hope and pray that something changes? I should say Jackets fans because I trust that John Tortorello and the the men and women surrounding this team will kick this team into gear sometime in the next week because I, I will say the losing streak will end by Monday. By the trade deadline, once it's over and they play Ottawa here at the Schwide, that losing streak will end. I guarantee it. I guarantee it will be over. Either they get a win in Nashville, which I'm hoping, but if they don't get a win in Nashville, then they will get a win against Ottawa at home. It, and if they don't, the season's over. I mean, come on. Like you can't, you can't have lost nine in a row, especially to two teams that aren't in playoff spots right now. Then, then you're you've buried yourself too deep. For me to be like, okay, this team can make the postseason. That window, as I said at the beginning of this episode, is closing fast on you. It's closing fast on you. You have to get a win. It has to happen. Because March, because March is going to be a brutal month as far as opponents. Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, Pittsburgh, Nashville, Boston, Washington, Toronto, New Jersey, New York Rangers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Stars, Islanders. That is your month of March. Good good hockey teams everywhere. And I don't know. I don't know if this team can be the team that they were for majority of the month of February, which was just winning. I don't know if this team can be that. I don't know if this team can do that. I, th- I think this team is good enough to make the postseason, but they are going to have to have four, five-game stretches of wins. It's going to happen. You you built you built a good cushion to where you – not a good cushion. You built a, the slightest bit of cushion to where you can afford to get 
I don't know, go go close to 500 the rest of the the west of the way, the west of the way. You you built enough of a cushion to where you could go 500 the rest of the way and still make the postseason, and then that cushion that was there is gone. You need to win more than you lose. Now now you need to win more than you lose because you've lost seven in a row. Yeah, you blew it. You blew it. Now, now you have to go out there and do it. This month of March, this month of March is going to be a grind. It's going to be a grind and a half. But the Jackets, I know they're, they're professionals, and I know that they're going to embrace the challenge. And I'm excited to see it. I'm I'm very excited to see it because this is what you live for. This game tonight against Philadelphia had everything you want. It had fights. It had amazing goals. I mean, Nick Foligno's goal. I mean, dude. I mean, I'm just as impressed with him going between the legs as I am with him being able to control that bouncing puck in that closest space. I mean, that was so impressive. And for it to come from the captain was amazing. I had my little brothers at the game tonight. They don't go to a lot of games, but... They, they spent their own money to get tickets, and they were there, and I think they saw a damn good hockey game. Even though they saw a loss, I think that game against Philadelphia was a taste of a playoff game, and it, and it really felt like it. it was physical as hell. I mean, my gosh, watching Gerby st- stand up to, to the other dudes tonight was awesome. The crowd was buzzing. Uh, it was a little cheap for Brian Elliott to take off his helmet in overtime, but he had a broken strap, so, I mean, it's fine. He, you'd rather—it's fine. Okay, I mean, I was a little upset about it at first, but— it is the way she goes. You heard rumors of like Philadelphia fans being a little trashy. You hate to see that. You hate to hear that. But I mean, hey, it's a playoff atmosphere. That's what you get. I mean, it's hostile. It's hockey. It's the sport. Mass, uh, toxic masculinity is everywhere, and it's brutal. Uh, just some other news around the league. Ovechkin scores number six hundred and ninety-nine as the Capitals lose to the Canadians. Uh, this guy, Alex Ovechkin. I don't know if you know his name. Pretty good at hockey. He is pretty good at hockey, and he will one day be the all-time goal leader in the NHL, and I, and I firmly believe that. I do believe that he will get to that point because I think he's a guy, and I'm going to compare him. You lo- you, you, you're, so, you're so already know what I'm going to say after I say this guy's name, but I'm going to compare him to Tom Brady. He's a guy that no matter what his age just keeps doing it. At every at every year, he just comes in, puts up 40 goals like it's no problem. Just a swift 40 goals. There is 90% of the NHL that will go a whole their whole career without having one 40 goal season. And Alex Ovechkin steps in every year and just he just rips off 40. The dude's gonna have 50 this year. He's played insane. He's third in the league right now. He's behind David Pasternak and Austin Matthews, who both are tied at 43. And he's just going to he's gonna he's been a little bit of a lull. But a lull for him is like one goal a game because this dude just averages hat tricks. I mean, at this point. Uh, you had some help from the Maple Leafs tonight. They blanked the Penguins. And the Maple and the, the Leafs are a little bit back now. Um, good loss for the Penguins. I mean, if you're a Jackets fan, because that just keeps that Metropolitan Division pretty tight. I guess that is the good news if you're the Blue Jackets, is that you're sitting at 73 points. And the leader in the division is at 80 points. But, again, the leader in that division has uh, three games in hand on you. So, I mean, it's more like you're like 15, 14 or 15 points out of it. No, okay, that was, again, bad numbers there. Sorry. That's more like you're like 10 points out of it. So, take that as you will. 
if the team gets hot again and one of those and those teams both slow down just a little bit, I think the Jackets can still win the division. That's crazy. I'm sure there's Vegas odds out there for it, like uh, odds to win the division. But I don't know. I mean, this team's been here. The Jackets have been here before. They've had chances to win the division, and they have. You've never seen them be able to put it away. I don't know what it is, but. It's just the way that she goes. It's the way that she goes. The Jackets are not that team. They are the team that scraps and claws their way into the postseason, and it looks like it's settling up for that again. Will they? Can they do it again for the fourth year in a row? I don't know. I'd love to see it. Obviously, I'm a huge Coats fan. I just there's there's no guaranteeing that it is going to happen. Um, if you want some odds to win the Metropolitan Division. You can get the Blue Jackets at plus six thousand right now. Wow! So you can put a hundred bucks on it for them to win the division and get six thousand dollars in return. You can put one dollar on them to win the division and get sixty bucks in return. You can put ten and win six hundred. So there you go, Blue Jackets winning the Metropolitan Division. You heard it from me first, boys and gals and dudes and dudettes. The coats are going the distance this year. It's their it's their year. Let's just say it, okay? We said it all year last year, and I've been afraid to say it this year because I don't want this year to be like last year. I want to do more than sweep the Tampa Bay Lightning and win two games in the second round. We all know first-round victory is not the goal. Second-round victory is not the goal. Eastern Conference is not the goal. The Stanley Cup is the goal, boys. That's what's going to happen. We're going to do it. Screw it. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care about the injuries. I don't care about having like six Cleveland monsters out there every night. It's our year. And it starts in Nashville. It starts then. Screw it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care anymore. It doesn't matter. It's my, I, You know why? And It's not my job to care. I don't. The Blue Jackets are winning the Stanley Cup. They're doing it. <laughs> They're doing it, boys. Let's freaking go. Let's go freaking get them. Uh, Blue Jackets Stanley Cup odds right now? Even better than their Metropolitan odds. Plus 6600 Put $1 down, win 66 bucks. What a deal. I'll take that any day. Any day. Um, because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I actually, I actually kind of want to read all these odds off because I think they're interesting. Um, Tampa Bay is the favorite on Bovada to win the Stanley Cup at plus 450 uh, that's still good. I mean, put ten bucks down, win forty-five. Not bad, not bad. Uh, if they do win the Stanley Cup, of course, uh, the blue or the Capitals. I'll go to them plus eight fifty. The Avs plus eight fifty. Blues plus one thousand to repeat. The Blues have had a good year. Okay, the Blues are leading the Central Division. Central Division, second best division in hockey. Uh, there you go. The Blues are there. They're there. Uh, there, you, that might be your bet. That might be your best value bet. Another good value bet would be. I'm looking here. Another quality val, like a quality value bet. I would say would be. The Yotes, at plus three thirty. That's not bad either. You could sniff that one. They're not in a wild card spot right now. And nor do they got games in hand. 
But the Oats have been a little bit of wagon. They've had a little bit of a little bit of magic around them this year. But you want to know where the real value lies, folks? And that is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Because like I said, you heard it here first, it's 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 the Coats year. There's absolutely no reason at all to un- I've been seeing Jordan tweet this out. He is he has unpulled the plug as of like two games ago. Put that mother frickin' plug back in, Jordan. The season's not even close to over, dude. It's not even close to over. Is it sketchy? Yeah. But you know what? The Jackets love it when it's sketchy. The ja- the Jackets love it when it's sketchy. When 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 have like did we really believe that the Jackets were gonna were gonna actually make the like a top three metro spot? No. We didn't. We didn't. Because the Jackets don't they they I just finished Stranger Things, and the Jackets like it when it's cold. That's when the Jackets like it. They like the wild card spot. They That's what they are. They're a wild card spot because they're not supposed to be there. This team isn't supposed to be. We're not supposed to have an NHL team. We're not supposed to have one. Ohio State, the biggest university in the nation, just the biggest, biggest brand, the biggest pe- most people, biggest campus. They they completely have the city of Columbus on on a rope. They have it on a rope. But you know what? Our guy John McConnell said, "Screw it, no hockey team. They're coming here." And the NHL said, "You know what? We have absolutely no reason to go to Columbus. There's so many other cities we could go to. We could go back to Quebec. We could." You know, put in a second team in Toronto. We could put a team in Seattle. No, we're just gonna go to Columbus, Ohio. We're just gonna go. We're just gonna stick it right in Ohio State's face and give them a hockey team. And then boom, yeah, it took us twenty years to get here, but they're going for their fourth straight playoffs. Let's go, boys! Come on, the Jackets like it when it's cold. They like it when you count them out. It's it's the Coats year. If there's one thing I'm getting back to. And I always go away from this. I don't know why. I don't even know why I've gone away from this. I, I can't even guarantee a single victory other than the one in like two games from now. I, I have guaranteed that. The Colts will win that one. Am I optimistic? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm optimistic. That's that's the name of the game, all right? That's the name of the game. I saw a commercial of Pittsburgh. I need listen. I'm I'm so bipolar. I need to be optimistic. If I'm not optimistic, then I'm not in a good state. I'm like uh, Arthur from from uh, Peaky Blinders. Like I need a bump. I need a bump to get me going right now. That's me. That is me right now. I need a bump to get me going. And and boom. Maybe I just did it right here. Maybe I just did a bump right here. Who knows? It's not up to you to decide. Um, but if you're my boss, I did not do a bump right here. That did not happen. And if you're Anybody that I know personally, like in life, I did not do bump. My bump is looking at this at these metropolitan standings. That's my bump because I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm jacked. Let's go. It's the coats. I mean, they're 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 fourth place in the metro right now. They got games in hand, or people got games in hand on them. It's fine. They're gonna lose them. Carolina, they're just a bunch of toilet bowls. I mean, they had their cup. It's fine. The Islanders, four cups in the seventies, four straight cups. Mike Bossy doesn't play for your team anymore. Get out of here. He's trash. Uh, and plus the Rangers are the new team in town. Everybody knows it's over. Barry Trotz, he got one. Congrats. Uh, but it was with the Caps and Alex Ovechkin. Never gonna happen again. It is the Coats' year. 
it's the coats year. It is. You can't stop me. You can't stop me from predicting the Coats Stanley Cup. You can't. And you can be mad at me about it, but here's the thing. I saw a video that the Pittsburgh Penguins, or that Enterprise put out conjoining with the Pittsburgh Penguins. I saw a Pittsburgh Penguins video of them bragging about how they have like more fans at the Schweid than Jackets fans do. And you know what? The video didn't even piss me off. What point in life have I gotten to so low that a video of Penguins fans bragging about how they have more Penguins fans in the Schweid than Blue Jackets fans, and it's just a commercial for a random bougie car company that has been totally dominated by Uber. How did that video not piss me off? Why did I not reply one thing to it? My beer league hockey team has gone three straight games without scoring a goal. Okay? I have nothing right now but optimism. I have been chewed down to the bone of just nothing. The only thing I have is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Guys, guys, the only thing I have is the Columbus Blue Jackets. They're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out. It's their year. I believe that. I honestly believe that. Because the Blue Jackets, they got a little bit of spotlight. You know who doesn't like spotlight? The Blue Jackets. They like it when it's cold. They like it when it's cold. This is where they thrive. They do this every single damn year. They do it every year. And if you don't believe me, if you don't believe that Torts is mad, well, then... Torts is mad. He's punching mics. We're punching mics now. Can you believe that? We're punching freaking mics now. All right, I need to get I need to get out of here. I've been, I'm like I need to go home. It's time to go home. All right, it's it's midnight. I'm losing my marbles. I know people have been wanting for the second episode, the second part to the longest epi in dude's history. It's coming. I I swear to you, it will happen. Um, I will drop it maybe in the summer. I mean, it's not. It's it's like Tom and I just sat there. And we talked for an hour about just TV shows. I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be completely honest. It is not good in season content. It is perfect for the summer, um, but I will I will drop it then on a dead day, and you will sit there and you will enjoy it, and you will be like, I'm so happy he waited till the summer because this is exactly what I needed. And you can go tell everybody about it. You can even tell your dog about it. Um, but before you tell your dog about it, you enjoy a little bit of. Um, you enjoy a little bit of Columbus Blue Jackets hockey because Saturday night the Blue Coats are gonna because the Coats are coming back. All right, I I stuttered there. That's how scared I am because we've watched the Blue Jackets. We this is familiar to us. the The Jackets being bad is what we know. We experienced it for sixteen years. It's over now. The Coats are coming back on Saturday. They're coming back. All right. It's going to happen, guys. It's going to happen, all right? It's going to happen. I fully believe that, all right? 
All right, I need to get out of here. But before I get out of here, just tell your dog. And every time it rains, it rains. And it's from heaven. Shoo-bee-doo-bee. Don't you know each cloud contains pandas from heaven? Shoo-bee-doo-bee. You'll find your fortune falling all over town. Be sure that your umbrella is up, 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 upside down. And trade them for a package of sunshine and ravioli. Macaroni. If you want the thing you love, you must have a pizza holy, baby. And when you hear thunder, don't run under a tree. There'll be pennies from heaven for you and me. Now come over here, boy, Sam. And every time it rains, it rains. And don't you know it's crocodile? Every time it rains, it rains. And don't you know it's crocodile? You find your fortune falling. All of a time, all of a time, all of a time. Be sure that your umbrella is upside down and tweedly bop. How about the hoes are white? Eagle, I'm a hungry. Zoomaloo, the super hood. Oh, bottle boys, oi. Hey, Baba Hoboy. Ooh, Baba Hoboy. Goody woo. Ooh. I knew I'd get you. I knew I'd get you. Let's go, let's go. Hey, go.